0: hello hello welcome to Sustainable 258
1: welcome yourself oh my delectable chum who has not just spent 15 minutes of my life buggering about with his audio settings welcome to Sustainable your weekly dose of environmental cheer and what are we going to be cheerful about this week cole we're gonna be cheery about traffic dave traffic
0: lots of it more of it lovely lovely traffic specifically roads in greece we're going to be talking about roads not roads in greece not roads Heel Cecil fame uh we're going to be talking about roads to nowhere roads to redemption roads to Milton Keynes and other places. We're going to be talking about all that tarmac on the ground, why it's the work of the devil, why the fact that there's going to be more of it is the worst thing ever for anyone who cares about the planet, and why we should be worried about roads and not at all worried about
1: trains. Yes, there may be some slightly more critical analysis than that. I doubt it. I doubt it too, given that all... Well, I always about to be exposed as a phenomenal hypocrite basically throughout this episode. So we shall enjoy that. Just the usual disclaimer, we do work for environmental charities, don't we all? Yep. But if anything that you hear makes you come over all Scottish and say, Ta Mac, but I don't fancy that, then you can take it up please with me and all directly, but not with anyone for whom we work, yes?
0: Yeah, I mean if you've got any any reservations with oh, anything we say, right. any any you know central reservations or any other reservations
1: then then do just you know bring it up with us not with the people whom we work we are a listener funded podcast a proudly independent listener funded podcast so if you wish to make a concrete contribution to the running costs of the babble you can do so by joining in those who do at wobblywobblywobbly.patreon.com slash sustainababble we are prodigiously grateful to everyone who does please join them feel good about yourself yes
0: Sustain a Babble of the Week. Right, sustainer Babble of the Week. This old section, ah, old friend, where have dead. you been? Uh, this is the section where we call out the nonsense that people have said, uh, usually in positions of power or importance and we say oi that's nonsense and what are we saying is nonsense this week
1: dave good old fashioned babble topic this good old fashioned source of babble we are talking about roads now why are we talking about roads ol what's the actual reason uh cuz we got bullied into it on twitter <laughs>
0: And yeah, we're bad. cowards. It's
1: basically what's happened, isn't it? We're yeah, so we're
0: desperate for people to like us that
1: we can't countenance the idea of not doing what we're asked to do. There's a campaigning group doing generally good work, but in a rather bullshy, attacky kind of way, who decided that the Babel wanted to be talking about roads and it hasn't been and just like bombarded us with tweets. And you know, I'm, I'm annoyed about it for all sorts of reasons. I'm not going to mention them just out of principle, but I it is quite annoyed about it. No, yes. Yes. I right, had to mute him. Do my editing, but <laughs> it's quite educational to be on the sharp end of the kind of tactic that well, I have definitely done in my life. I'll tell you that for yes, nothing. there yeah. is an element of that, isn't
0: there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I that's interesting. I wasn't. I, I genuinely wasn't annoyed
1: by it. That's because I it muted just, it and you didn't see it. That's why.
0: No, no. Well, no, that doesn't. That's not how it works. Because we both log into Twitter. I, if I haven't um, muted it, I still get all the notifications, so I get the bombardment. Um. But I just sort of thought, yeah, it's probably fair enough. We probably should talk about it. I mean, as with most things that bombard me with an urgent need to do a thing, my reaction isn't necessarily commensurate to that urgent need. So um,
1: anyway, here we are. We're doing it. Well, we're doing, we're doing it. it. And and I it. Think- happy now? Yes. Yeah. Although th- I am happy now, insert name of campaign group here. I think the reason, the other reason for my slight reticence is because there is a, and we will come to this, right? This is a campaign group that is kind of in direct opposition to the campaign groups that are opposing the new railway, HS2, high speed 2. And they can get quite squabbly with each other. And we haven't really covered, we did it back in our recent question and answer episode, but we haven't really otherwise done HS two, and we will. We promise. We promise. We will do it one day. Um, but just, like, I feel a little bit like we're sort of wading into one side of a turf war here. So we're not going to mention anything. Everyone is great. We're covering roads because it was our idea. Do you hear? Ours. Shoplifting is a victimless crime, like punching someone in the dark. <laughs> now, before any of that, you're going to get a roads quiz. Oh, are oh, you? Fantastic. Are you ready for a roads quiz?
0: Yes, uh, I've just realised this could be a genuinely excellent soundtrack to babble. Think of all the
1: great driving songs there are. What would you like first as a as a as a background track?
0: On the road again.
1: Roads quiz. All. Are you ready for roads quiz? Yes. Very good. Question number one in roads quiz
0: just to check is this quiz going to make it into the edit or like last week's quiz is it going to miss out in its entirety
1: well no what i decided to do is ask a quiz that actually has some relevance to the thing we're talking about unlike you you just decided to ask me a random geographical quiz from out of nowhere in the middle of last week's episode well we'll come back to that (laughs) (laughs) right question number one be something for the patrons question number one at the peak of the roman empire how many times around the world did all of the roads that the Romans built, add up, stretch?
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, a hundred.
1: No, just two, don't be silly. But they built <laughs> 53,000 miles of road, them Romans. Uh, many of which, Quite of course, busy, asked. busy, weren't they? They were busy uh, conquering and a road building. Bet they didn't have to do no health and safety, eh? Bet they didn't have to shut the A45 for a week just to put a bit of tarmac on it. Uh, stuff was cheaper as well when you just used, you know, slaves.
0: All right, but apart from the sanitation, the
1: medicine, education, wine, public order, irrigation, roads, a water system and public health, what have the Romans ever done for us? Right, good, okay. Uh, Rhodes quiz is about to get more interesting. So, um, I'm going to give you hey, some... even more interesting than that. Shut up and listen. Good I'm going to give you. Goodness. I'm going to give you a term, but something to do with the roads. I want you to tell me what you think it means. All right? Okay. Okay. What is a cant? Language, Timothy. A uh, what, three? A cant.
0: Uh, and is this a good cant or a terrible cant? Uh, generally, a useful cant. Okay. Um, a cant—it's the—it's the angle of sort of slope on the side of the road, isn't it? So if you're, if if a, if you're looking along a road in the direction of its travel, it'll be highest in the middle and it'll slope off to the side and that—that's the cant, isn't it? That is spot
1: on, good cant knowledge. Thank you. Oh, um, let's is through this quiz, eh? Yeah, nice. And uh, what, what generally, what purpose does it generally serve? Why Drainage do you have a cat? Drainage, yes. just right. Gets the water off. You. Good, good cat knowledge. All right. What is the origin of a pelican crossing? Why is it called a pelican crossing? Oh, I don't have any clue about that. Well, firstly, I mean, what is a pelican crossing?
0: Uh, now, hang on. Uh, tries to remember highway code. So it's a place where pedestrians are allowed to cross the road, and it is generally black and white stripes. And now, hang on a minute, because there's a toucan cross- crossing, a zebra crossing, and a pelican crossing. One of them's got a flashing <laughs> Is this light. Is a joke? No. They all <laughs> walk into a bar. One of them's got a flashing light. Zebra crossing doesn't have a flashing light. I think a toucan crossing might have a flashing light. So, What's a pelican crossing? Pelican got? crossing. Uh, has it got, has it got um, like,
1: traffic lights? Yeah. It, it says, no, you press the green. Yeah, you press, you press the button. It gives you a red or green. That's a pelican crossing. Pelican. P. E. Pedestrian. L. I. Light. Con. Controlled. Pedestrian light controlled. I mean, it was uh, taken to be pelican crossing. How about that? So it's actually pelican. Pelican. Yeah, but then obviously it's become. Yeah. Pelican. yeah. yeah. So that I think, is well, good. I've learned, learned something. Fact. Yeah, I really. I'm tickled by that. Okay, we're going to cancel through these next ones, but they are now, we're now, see this is what you do with a quiz, old. when you construct a good quiz, you have some fun, and then you ask some questions that actually allow Board. the listener Board. to understand, right, how many miles of road, roughly, does the USA have? As of 2009, this figure comes from. Ah, uh, uh, gosh. Okay, uh. if, you get this, if you get this remotely right, I will do the rest of the babble in my pants. If okay. not, you have to the rest of the babble in your pants.
0: No, that's not how this works. Um, the, America is big. Mm. Uh, oh, God. Uh, okay, oh, all right. Um,
1: 500,000 miles of road. Very sorry, Ol. Could you please stand up and take your <laughs> trousers down? Um, the correct I told you answer- last week, I'm very, very close to some chickens. I'm, that is not <laughs> something I can do. That's right. You can't go against the explicit advice that the Babel gave about not doing that in the Pacific. Exactly. Of chickens. Uh, the correct answer is an eye-watering, nay, a staggering. Remember that the Romans built 53,000 miles total. The USA has 4 million Miles of road for that's a big zero 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 zero
0: that is a big number, isn't
1: it? Yeah, which is one of those things that when you actually you sit and think about that, you're like, Where'd they put all them then? Because it would just imply the whole country was road, and then you go to America and like, It is well, it's not, is it? Because a lot of the
0: country is you know countryside stuff yeah. but what they're because they they have designed their cities around cars but it does make because because sometimes when you hear phrases like oh covering a country in concrete and something you're like well it can't just be roads they mean by that because roads are thin and you know go between places but then when you hear four million miles of road it's like no that is a lot of concrete isn't it
1: last question in roads Quiz all in uh, 2021 Financial year ending twenty twenty one. How much did the UK government spend in total on building and maintaining roads? Just in that year? Yep. How much? Uh, money? I would go about four billion pounds. Oh, not even close, my inaccurate chum. Eleven billion pounds. That's eleven zero 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 pounds. Not just building, but maintaining. What would you do, Ol, with eleven zero 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 pounds? Uh, I get a new striker, probably a left back, and maybe upgrade the catering uh, at Cambridge United's home ground. It's a lot of money, isn't it? More seriously, you could probably put together a lot of cycle lanes for that amount of money. Could you not, Ol? You could probably insulate an well, awful lot of homes. You, could you not, all?
0: You could try. You could try doing those things, Dave. Or Uh, You know, I've had an interesting experience recently dipping into the real politic of uh, local um, uproar around cycle infrastructure being proposed. A tiny, tiny amount of cycle infrastructure being proposed.
1: Hang on, on, I'm going to play the sexy cycle infrastructure being proposed music.
0: Mm. And it's, yes, I made the mistake of sort of engaging with people who took a different view to me. Never and I'm still licking my wounds. I've had to leave the WhatsApp group for the road. Uh, and I've, um, I've not covered myself in glory in, in the Facebook group either.
1: Oh, what? You had um, a squabble with your, with your, on your street WhatsApp group? Because they were all like bloody, cy- they were like bloody cyclists. And you were like, shut up a minute. I am one. And then you had to move.
0: Well, so, yeah, essentially, yes. Uh, I think more, more accurately, I flounced off. In a st- in a strop. <laughs> um without showing. Oh, telling- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Without telling anyone why. I yes. Hmm.
1: Right, okay, that was Rhodes Quiz. Well done, you got some. Um What I would like to ask you now, Oll, in a nutshell, as someone who hates roads, who never drives anywhere, and who has only got time for cycling, but only then when it happens on grass, what's (laughs) wrong with roads?
0: What's wrong with roads is that they facilitate the likes of you driving on them. And being in a car with you is still one of the scariest experiences of my life. You were so jittery. It was... (laughs) You, d- you seemed nervous
1: and I couldn't understand I was what nervous n- what of what it's a ton of speeding metal that I'd have been driving for about five minutes and you turned up I don't know if I mentioned it at the time but I basically hadn't ever driven when I was driving you around well you didn't need to mention it <laughs> it was painfully obvious <laughs> my god well, I said I was sorry about that. Uh, go back and listen to our interview with Chris Packham, to, which we very nearly didn't make it to because I drove on the wrong side of the road. Because so I got confused and upset. You should have seen what I did the other day with Kieran down the pub. Nearly killed him and all. Were you dr- driving after you'd been down the pub with no, Kieran? but Kieran down the pub was in the car uh, and I decided to treat some street lights as optional with, okay. almost, with almost hilarious consequences.
0: And so, hang on, when you say the car... Is this a car that you own that you haven't told me about?
1: No, it's not my car. I don't own a car, Rol. Okay. Do you own a car? Yep. Where do you drive that then? Park? Uh, I drive it- Up the stairs? I I drive it
0: to the end of the road and back a couple of times a day just to Mm -hmm. keep it all ticking over.
1: Ticking, yeah? Yeah.
0: Oh, not Uh, an electric
1: car then? Sadly
0: not. Sadly not. Are we
1: going to do this now? Yes. I'm happy to do it. Because there is a... Yes, we are. Because firstly, you haven't answered the question about what's wrong with roads. But we're going to do it because I, everything that you're saying... like. Have you ever found yourself in your car, or indeed any car, stuck in a traffic jam with a tiny little bottleneck road and thinking, oh, I jolly well wish all of this traffic would go away and the road was wider and we could get there quicker? Or do you sit in... Whenever you're driving and you sit in a traffic jam, Do you no, just I- do you just go, oh, this is all right? this is fine i'm happy with this uh, neither i'm i'm
0: completely neutral about it like <laughs> neutral neutral as a well. hey uh because there's loads of traffic on the road and i'm part of it like if, by definition if i'm on the road i am the traffic so i can't very well blame other people for causing traffic jams
1: when i'm causing a traffic jam so, so if i asked mrs Old whether you ever got annoyed in a traffic jam she would say what
0: very fretful when other drivers nip into the 20-metre gap he's left ahead of us? I genuinely don't think I've been visibly or vocally annoyed about jams. It's a slightly counterintuitive thing in that we genuinely do want it to sit outside our house doing absolutely bugger all, costing us quite a lot of money in the process. Um, whereas I've heard, certainly heard people being like, oh, we've got a car now, we'd better make the use most of it. <laughs> I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> we-, we want to use absolutely... Bugger all over that fuel. Um, so yeah, but I mean, it's not—it's not really defensible, is it? It's I'm putting pollution oh, in the air. So well, you know, that's the end of it.
1: Nail them
0: up, Nail some sense into us.
1: Building roads bad, yeah. Because why? Well, I guess there's a number of
0: reasons. One, the, the the thing that I'm most annoyed about with roads is that if you build them, they get used more, so it induces traffic, right? Uh, there's always this idea that if you build a new road, it will ease congestion and traffic jams will disappear. Everyone can get where they want to go faster, which might be true in the very short term. But as sure as Night Follows Day uh, and as Old Follows Dave, um, they result in more journeys and more cars and the same amount of congestion. So it seems.
1: And then you've got to build another road. And then you've got to build another road. Because the problem is more cars is exactly. the, is the yeah. issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and, you know, to be fair to most people who drive, which is most people, uh, often driving is the cheapest and most straightforward wow. way to get somewhere, right?
1: In Particularly country, what we're prices in this country, eh? eh? You should build that high-speed rail too. The, well, there, you know, there is an oft-used phrase, the war on cars, which is
0: co-opted rather nicely by a Twitter account, which talks about how much nonsense that is, but... Um, There is this perception perpetuated among driving lobbying groups that motorists um, are unfairly taxed and burdened with high costs, when the reality is that the prices of public transport go up way, way, way faster than the prices of motoring. Um, But also public transport has been underinvested for ages, blah, 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 it's shit, it doesn't go where you want it to go most of the time, it doesn't turn up. So driving is the most appealing and practical and sometimes only option. Uh, and therefore you can see why if someone builds a new road, you'd be like, right, I'll I'll use that because that's going to make my life more convenient. Um, But
1: in the big scheme of things, that doesn't help us, does it? Building roads bad. Uh, you have to chop down loads of trees and stuff, obviously covering the world in concrete, not particularly good. Any more than it is to cover your lawn in a shit lawn. Go back mm. and listen to all the stuff. You've got all the light pollution that is sort of around roads. we talked about that. Episode 250, I think, light pollution. Streetlights in the middle of otherwise dark bits of the world. You've got obviously the cars on the road and the emissions that they cause. And interesting other stuff that like, it takes a bit of time to think about. Like, It's bad for People that live near the roads, not just for air pollution reasons, which is obviously bad, but kind of for living in a nice place where you know yeah. your neighbours. Reasons. Do you know about this study that I put in this ear thing?
0: I did know about that. Yeah, I did tell, know about. Tell that the study. babble. Well, uh, it's a study. I'm not looking at it, so I'm paraphrasing it slightly, but essentially saying that if you've got a road in between you, uh you are you know fewer people. You have fewer friends. You are less connected to your community. Um, they literally divide communities, don't they? And and there are certainly examples in where I used to live in that there East London, famous example of the, the road that links out to a big motorway and it carves, it just carves through an old East End community. And there is no way, you know, a couple of bridges here and there, but there is no way that you can have any meaningful relationship with the people on the other side of the road and so that's the end of that community that's like it's literally dividing the community and that happens i suppose the related thing is uh what that what it does to wildlife as well you are carving up habitats with with roads that uh can't be crossed or if you do try and cross them you get squashed so it's fragments habitats in a very profound way (laughs)
1: Got happy <laughs> So there you are. Roads, roads, Boom. bad for all those kind of reasons. Why? Well, so are roads good? Let's have the let's have the counter argument. Are there good things about roads? Tremendously okay. useful for getting places. Yep, cycling um, places.
0: Yeah. yeah okay. So I guess I'm thinking about big roads, um, mm-hmm. but small roads, are obviously, totally essential for getting yourself and goods to places. I cycle. Baby old one and baby old two all over the place in this town on small roads and uh, little cycle lanes and things made of road. Uh, Very, very useful. Very handy. Couldn't live without them. Um, Stop, you're getting all muddy. In the olden days, if you were trying to get from A to B, you would just be going through slop and poo and dead bodies, wouldn't you? Uh, (laughs) And and now you go through tarmac that is covered in um, dog poo and litter and... Um, other detritus.
1: And presumably at a point, I mean, this is not really to sort of defend roads, but like there must be a point where if there is traffic jam all the time and cars are sitting there moving very slowly or idling their engine and then you build another road and they're actually moving, that that is better for emissions and better for air pollution, right? But I know you've then got the other problem that if you can go, the faster you go on a road, the more emissions you produce. So there's a sort of counter to it. But like, it's not a good thing to have, a road so small that people just sit in it belching out themes and not going anywhere, is it? Ooh. I
0: haven't really thought about that. So here's my knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Um, this is never going to make you popular, but...
1: Oh, I love these positions.
0: <laughs> but if you want people to drive less, you have to make driving shitter. At least shitter than the alternatives, right? So if... A route to from A to b is consistently incredibly slow and annoying and a bit polluted don't make it bad. in your car then you might seek to do it a different way, maybe by a bus or a train or a park and ride or whatever. Actually this happened in the town I grew up in which was like incredibly congested. Coming into the town, and so uh-huh. they made it park and ride. And even is that people- bringing
1: bringing the uh, the fealty to your parents? Was it sort of the, the the farmers coming in on their horse and carriage, heads bowed, bringing their harvest and their tithes to be deposited at the door of the manor house? Is that what oh that yeah,
0: is? no, I hadn't realised told you about it before. But yes, mm. um, no, that is that is exactly what happened. Um, but yeah, people people who were wed to their private car were like, oh god, it's so much traffic. I like, even I am going to use the park and ride. So there you go. Uh, so I think in some yeah, in some cases, congested stuff can be quite good in forcing people to do something different, but only if the different thing is good. Uh, I'm not sure about the pollution, the emissions thing. Increasingly, a lot of cars have like their auto stop and start thing. So if you are literally sat at a standstill, the engine will just turn off. So um, I don't think it is as true as it used to be that a line of traffic is as polluting as you might think. Um on air pollution grounds, though, yeah, you definitely don't want sort of slow-moving stationary traffic. You want fast traffic. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's my answer.
1: Something I didn't really mention earlier was about the carbon impact of building roads themselves. Like concrete and steel and cement and stuff are massively carbon-intensive things. In fact, yep. can we talk about? Have we done an episode about concrete? Or did you not let me do that? I can't remember now if we've even done it. I tried to thing.
0: get us to do an episode, episode about sand. I still want to
1: do an episode about yeah, sand. Yeah,
0: right. Um, but I don't think we've done one on concrete, no.
1: So um, one of the things that is the hardest, like got massive amounts of emissions in, and like the thing it's hardest to do something about if you still want the thing. Although companies are getting a bit better. So um, companies are using recycled concrete, recycled asphalt, in building roads, they reckon they're as innovative materials. What's it say? here? Skanska? That's a uh, company, Ooh. and they are they are dry. You know it says I here. I, I think I might know
0: somebody who works at Skanska, oh, doing yeah. their sustainability. I'll try and get them on.
1: Right. Well, then you can get them on, and you can ask them to explain why they described dro- that they are making greener roads. Greener roads, all You're not allowed to use the word greener. Even if basically what they mean is like there's the, the, there's fewer emissions in the roads, but you, greener is not a thing you can attach to a thing that's fundamentally un-green, right? It's fundamentally, a it, road. Like, yeah, it's like I'm, I'm delivering to you a kinder punch in the face. Ow! You shot me, you a-hole.
0: Hello, I'm Chris Packham, and you're listening to Sustainable. Mm.
1: Right, good. So, I gave you some homework, didn't I, Al? Yes. Um, Funnest homework in the world.
0: Yes. It? H- Dave said, have done loads of prep, which he had. Thank you very much. Could you do the really boring stuff, but make it not boring?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, uh, for, for clarity, the stuff up until now has not been the really boring stuff. <laughs> no, that, that was the scintillating stuff. Yes. It doesn't need explaining,
0: um, but, you know. We'll just put it out there. That was the scintillating stuff. This is the boring stuff. And you'll note that in every other episode of Babbel, you've always tried to steer me away from talking about things like government strategies yes. and um, and five-year plans. Yes. So it's interesting that you chose, of all people involved in this podcast, <laughs> me, uh, to read the government's road investment strategy <laughs> two document <laughs> Uh, referencing their five-year plan, uh, which is known as Roads Programme 2, RP2. Uh, no, sorry, Roads Period 2, I think.
1: Board, 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 board.
0: This is the thing. Dave mentioned it at the beginning of the show. This is the thing that a lot of people are very annoyed about. Um, lot of greenie people are very annoyed about because it is essentially a large roads-building programme. It is lots of other large. things as well. Yes, uh, but it, it is but also it a is...
1: karaoke program, a washing machine, and 16 <laughs> types of shoe. <laughs> um, are you microdosing? <laughs> <laughs> no, if
0: you're microdose, you, you've taken too much of your microdose. There you go. Uh, what was I gonna say? Yes, look, it is a whole pot of money that is for spending on big roads, essentially. Uh, so, what they call the strategic. Uh, oh, road Network. Oh, my oh, go. God. Here we go. This is, we go. This is what I am here for. I don't care if any of our listeners are here for it. This is what I am here Ease for. Ease
1: into your contraflow. Mm,
0: yes. And so look, it's only about England, all of this, um, I guess, because transport is to some extent devolved. I don't really know, but it's only about England. But it's basically saying, right, we've got these big roads, so motorways and A roads, which are very important. Mm. And the government's decided they're very important for lots of reasons, And we want to spend lots of money making them better. And sometimes that means um, just fixing them where they're a bit broke, making the surface better, doing snazzy things to junctions to make the junctions with other roads work a bit better. Sometimes it means turning them into smart motorways, which I don't really know what they are. I think it basically involves having electronic signs that say you can use the hard shoulder now. Um, So you, you sort of widen the motorway without it being widened. I think that anything smart, that has the word smart advice. in front of it is generally, you know, not smart. And I've got an image people- <laughs> now I've,
1: I've got an image of the the B461 on Mastermind. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Name B461. <laughs> Specialist subject, cars. <laughs> Complete the following quotation about Mrs. Thatcher. Her heart may be in the right place, but her Charlie's aren't. Uh,
0: but they also are talking about building new roads. So there yes. are a number of new roads they want to build. And their logic is that these roads are great for moving high volumes of traffic, which is good for the economy and growth and everything. La, 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 la. More roads equals more economy equals people able to do more work, uh, visit more places, spend more money in those places. All good growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Although it's actually either a vicious or a hiccup virtuous circle, isn't it? A hiccup virtuous circle. A hiccup virtuous circle, because they also say, like, it's good for growth, and growth means we need to do it. So that's the kind of argument. They're like, well, there's more people and more cars, and more people wanting to go more places. Therefore, we need to build roads in order that those people get somewhere so that there is the growth that our roads allow them to have. Yes,
0: yes, that's a very good way of putting it, yes. Now, it should be said... And I I found this quite interesting, Uh, (laughs) as opposed to (laughs) everything else. Uh, They are assuming... Who is? The government, Ah. the Department for Transport. They are assuming that they're... they're, Yeah, apparently we still have one. Isn't it? Bloody weird. I was speaking to someone in America today, and they're like, so how are things with you? What's happening in UK politics? It's like... I mean, we're choosing a prime minister, or at least 160,000 quite old, quite white, quite male people in the south of England are choosing a prime minister. Um, Nothing else is really going on um, other than, you know, the government doing precisely sort of all about an apocalyptic cost of living increase, you know. Mm. Anyway, I digress. The government, such as it is, thinks that there are going to be more journeys on the car. And one of the reasons they're on the road, and one of the reasons they think there are going to be more journeys is because climate change, because, or specifically... Because fault, we're trying, yeah, because we're trying to do something about climate change. So oh, their logic I, This goes, I have to hear. Goes this that I have to because hear. Because we're trying to do something about climate change, uh, there are going to be a lot more electric cars. And the government, to give them their dues, have said that, at a certain point in time not very long from now you're not going to be a- allowed to buy a brand new petrol or diesel car so there're going to be more electric cars and there are evidently are you know there are a lot more electric cars around they then say the rise of electric vehicles while
1: essential to achieving the target of net zero carbon emissions by 2050 has the potential to encourage increased travel on our road network as the costs of driving fall
0: so because Driving around in your electric car is going to be cheaper. You're going to do more of it. So there's going to be more journeys, which means we're going to need more roads. Because we're trying to do something about climate change.
1: Unbelievable.
0: I've got right of way. There's a give way sign there.
1: But that's not wrong, is it? Like all things being equal, electric cars are going to be cheaper to drive, assuming electricity is still even a thing. That anyone can afford, uh, and but if don't... it is cheaper, you were talking earlier about how, like, if a road is ingested, it will put people off. Well, surely the opposite is like, if it's cheaper and easier to drive, you will do more of it. That's not a bonkers argument, is it?
0: Well, those two things aren't the same, are they congestion and price. Oh, no? Okay,
1: but but like, basically, attractiveness, broadly, broadly
0: written, like, yeah, I think, well, I think, yes, no, there, there's 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 a germ of there's a germ of truth in it, and but what I take issue with, like, obviously. It's quite expensive to get an electric car, so I think it's it's a bit weird to just be like, "Yeah, driving electric cars is really cheap." It's like, yes, well, right, still,
1: right, right now. You but still but have I to mean, pay for it,
0: and every, yes, but, you know. r-
1: but right now, I mean, like, you know, they're trying to build a road network for thirty years in the future. Yes, okay. You would Let's
0: take them at their at their value. Isn't it strange though to suggest if, this whole document starts by saying what transport is essential for? Which suggests that transport is a thing you do in order to achieve something else, right? In order to go somewhere, or in order to work, or in order to you're
1: you not so no transport one is just not, driving just tra- around, are they?
0: Oh, I do my
1: mate Neil does. He loves doing that.
0: I think there are people actually, aren't there? Mm-hmm. There are people who just go driving. That blows my mind. Mm. I mean, I suppose people like you just go cycling. So, in a way,
1: whatever like, people like but, me, I'm not the one who got chucked off a WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I left of my own free will
0: in a slightly teenage, droppy way. <laughs> my point is, isn't it a bit odd to be saying, oh, transport is so essential, um, driving is so essential, but also there's just going to be people driving for no particular reason other than it's cheap, therefore we can do more driving? No,
1: that's not what they're saying, is it? It is what they're
0: saying. It's not. I they're mean, saying I'm not to d- d- so say we're going to do more of it.
1: Well, I'm not defending it, but when you are, when one moves house, you take into account where the place is and how easy it is to get. And if it is like, if you are considering moving to a place that is 20 miles further away than your other place, but that's all right because it's cheaper and easier for you to do so, you might then buy a car, which means you do that journey all the time, which you might otherwise not have done. Right? So that sort of just like that's the kind of decision is you you build your life around. More cars. It's not like because it's more easier and cheaper to do so. It's not like a one-off. Dispute. People don't go around just going, oh, it's cheap to drive. Therefore, I'm going to go to the High Street and back. That's not what people do. But they do go. I'm going to own a car and use a car and r- build my life around the car because it's cheaper and easier to drive. Right? I think they already do that, though. That's cu- my my point is that like
0: our economy, our country is built around driving. Like that's that is what people do for commuting built, and around sarcasm. But it is, isn't it? Like the vast majority of commutes are done by car. uh, Yep, yep. I don't think you've got a situation at the moment where lots of people are going, "Mm, I would move to that house, but I'd have to drive, so I won't. I think that people live in that house and drive in the vast majority of cases. So I just don't buy the idea that having electric cars is going to make people drive loads more. I think having electric cars is going to make people have to spend less on their cars and less on driving, which will be, for most people, absolutely sodding brilliant, particularly given the context of how much it costs to drive at the moment. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe
1: I'm wrong. I think you you probably are wrong, and I'm pretty sure the government has got some uh, economics to back it up. Oh, yeah, but the government's got
0: economics to back up everything that it's already decided to do. Well, the party have had an opinion poll done. It seems all the voters are in favour of bringing back national service. Well, I have another opinion poll done showing the voters are against bringing back National
1: Service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, this, so this is your problem with it. And we're, we're going to talk in a minute about the babble, which we haven't even done yet. So your problem with it is that all of this stuff is just cover for the fact that they like roads and want to build more roads, and they're being asked to build roads, so they build roads.
0: I would, never, your, be a cin- I would never be a cynical to say that, but yes. <laughs> they have a proud history, don't they, of predicting more traffic and therefore building more roads to meet that predicted increase in traffic and then it turns out that's not enough so they build they predict more traffic and build more it goes on and on and on like they just love every government in this country has always loved building roads and that i i honestly think they they don't see that as optional i think they they think more roads is always going to be essential
1: Now, you would like to finger old people. (laughs) Yes? You just just
0: can't say things like that. Yes. It's old people who are the problem. So, uh, the government also say in this document, we recognise that overall trip rates for the majority of trip purposes have
1: been declining. What's the majority of your trip purposes, Dave? Uh... Do you want a serious answer to that? No. Uh, the majority of my trip purposes to the toilet, I'd imagine. My toilet is down some stairs. So I think I spend most of my energy during the day going down them stairs to the toilet and back up again.
0: <laughs> uh, well, look, uh, the government recognises that those trips to your toilet uh, and other trip purposes have been declining. And that there They're is a trend right? of... <laughs>
1: uh, there is a trend I'm 44 you know <laughs> of more young people learning and not learning to drive yes well we talked about this didn't we with your man tom standage back in episode 225 really good episode all about like, the future of car well the history and the future of where cars and stuff is going if you're interested in this episode go and listen to that
0: go and well, listen we were talking
1: there about how young people ain't driving no more
0: exactly so very much a thing uh, and presumably predicted to continue, not least because it's so bloody expensive. Uh, So the government said, right, uh, people are doing fewer trips and uh, there are less young people learning to drive. Fewer. um, Fewer young people learning to drive. But, they say... But, 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 we still need to build... Don't worry.
1: We still need to build roads. And we've looked at this and economics says...
0: These changes that would reduce demand are outweighed by the increase in journeys made by older drivers. And this is where fingering old people comes in.
1: Old people, stop driving more! Where are you going? So they're saying fewer young people are going to drive, which is going to, over time, make the roads emptier relative to where they are now. Yeah. Because the roads are emptier, old people will drive more because old people have got nothing else to do than drive around. And they're lazy. But don't the young people who don't drive end up turning into old people who don't drive? So, in the long run, isn't that road less useful?
0: Well, I wonder. I wonder whether they are assuming that the young people, when they turn into old people, will then turn into old people who rather fancy having a car. Because I mean, they're lazy. By,
1: well, I mean, we, by that we haven't even talked about driverless cars because that's the the great big zonkin Mark Zuckerberg shaped elephant in the room. It, it's like that. Okay, young people may not be driving, um, but well, they there aren't necessarily not going to be cars around. No, exactly. They they talk
0: about this a lot, and they say that ride sharing, even the government. I was quite surprised to see them admit this. they say that ride sharing generally in, leads to increased trips. Um, so if you're hailing your Uber or whatever. Um, you there are going to be more cars on the road, driverless cars if that takes off will well, you hope they don 't actually take off or well, maybe you do maybe you' oh, no, be taking good, yeah. off once. uh that will lead to more cars on the road um so yes, and i don 't know how serious any of the uh, economic stuff behind that is, or whether, like I suspect they 're just saying, hmm, think of a trend uh and now make sure that trend looks like there 's going to be more cars mm, look more cars going to need more roads. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. You can't just have a kind of we're going to build more roads strategy because there's going to be more traffic strategy. Uh, you need, a, you have... need an integrated
1: transport strategy. Yeah. And like, and to be fair,
0: I went off, as you saw, I went off in a rant about how the government ought to have some of these strategies. And then I remember they did. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> in fact, I think we
1: may even have talked about one of them, which I I, I don't know if we did, but there was a good y- couple of years ago, maybe I year think or something. We did. Ago, yeah, um, the government brought out what was genuinely held to be one of the best bits of transport strategy anyone has ever done in the government. It was like proper serious about sort of making cycling better and decarbonizing uh, stuff. Uh, I yeah. think it was around about the time that I rode my bike through the middle of London in the lockdown. It was all quiet and i think it was roundabout about then i can't remember but anyway yes so you you're being mean because they do think about that stuff no, it's not, not being oral anymore
0: i'm precisely the opposite but but you 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 just if you're really really serious what that what that strategy doesn't have so it has lots of good stuff about like be nicer to cyclists be nicer to buses be nicer to trains uh some of it better than others but i, I as far as i could tell there was nothing in there that was like and this is how we're going to get fewer people driving their cars around like it's it's all sort of quite small not very tasty carrots in the public transport walking and cycling area and absolutely no sticks in the driving area and um
1: what about a really just... big carrot with a nail on the end of it
0: yeah exactly <laughs>
1: So I think we should give the last word here to Arabella. Arabella, thank you for doing the babble, by the way. Arabella is going to be reading out the words of Jim O'Sullivan, who is the chief executive officer of Highways England, who are the bit of government that do like the big national roads, right? And in a recent document, what I read, do not need to worry. You do not need to worry all because Jim is taking the planet seriously.
0: In everything we do, we will consider the environment while also safeguarding and preparing our roads for future generations.
1: Everything. Oh, in everything that he does, everything, literally everything, that the, the bit of government that makes cars go on roads fast, everything is considering the environment. Everything. Everything. Okay. Literally everything.
0: It, well, to be fair to Jim... Oh, Hello. Hello. I think he's probably telling the truth. Um, They are going to consider the environment and then
1: move on. (laughs) Shit on it.
0: Yeah. In the way that, in everything I do, I consider being timely and, um, you know, true to my word about doing what I said I'll do. In everything I do, I consider that and then it just doesn't really happen. So I think it's I think Jim is absolutely true, uh, right to say that they will consider it. Um, it's just that then, you know, they'll trash the thing anyway. So Maybe I...
1: well away from the edge of platform three. The approaching train is not scheduled to stop at this station. Right, so look, last thing. We haven't really addressed the, the, the essential charge that the shall-not-be-named-gobby-Twitter-Road people had a go at us for, which is that everyone's banging on about HS2, which we aren't, because we already talked about mass, it. We uh, and they're not <laughs> banging on uh, against this roads scheme, which we now have. Um, but I suppose the question is, like, the, the, the a group of people who I think are essentially the same people say that... The amount of roads that the government is planning to build, like in this here road investment programme sexy thing you were talking about, will cover twice the amount of land that the very controversial and maligned high-speed two railway will. So their their essential point, which is kind of hard to argue with, is like, everyone's very upset about this new railway line over here, but there's a worse thing happening over here and we're all kind of inured to that because roads are boring. That's what they're saying.
0: Yes. And and to add on that, the amount of land that is being used to build roads will then have cars driving on it so you know bad <laughs> bad planetary thing uh whereas they say you know train is good planetary thing right. now Depending look we're, of, going not, going we're not going to get into all the details we want we will gonna, we
1: promise we absolutely promise before the babble finishes we whenever that is we will do hs2 and we're going to do it properly but we haven't done it yet there are reasons for that which we'll explain when we get around to doing it in fact we did explain the other day in our question and answer thing yeah just feels like a Fair point to make, does
0: it not? Fair point to make. And I think probably easy to get um, vexed about one specific project, um, the, as in the HS2 train line, probably easier to do that than to get vexed about whatever it is, you know, 50 new roads or all sorts of improvements and bits all around the country. I, I, probably yeah. lots more nuanced reasons than that. But yes, it does. I think it is a fair point to say people should probably also consider this whole roads thing if they're gonna get upset about um trees being knocked down and big new things being built.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of people who I uh, who I'm aware of and in some cases know very well who are campaigning against HS two, high speed railway two in their immediate, beautiful local area. And those people not only don't give a shit about a road scheme that covers twice the amount of time but like really like driving as well. So there's yeah, we're gonna to have to we're gonna to have to look at this properly. We're gonna to have to do it.
0: Things that went well and things that could have gone better. Now, things that went well <laughs> and things that could have gone better. Uh, this is our occasional opportunity for 360 degree feedback. Yes, uh, occasional
1: enough for my liking.
0: Uh, to <laughs> a chance to set some KPIs for the coming uh, appraisal period. Um and we're going to start by uh, considering some some feedback from a very patient uh, listener who turns out actually does know about birds and bird flu and stuff. Yeah, uh, that thank was our, you.
1: our last episode, it was all about bird
0: flu, wasn't it? Last episode, all about bird yes. flu. Thank you very much, Josh, uh, for writing in to us. Josh runs a farm, what has ducks on it? And I watched his video on YouTube and they are the happiest little ducks. He them slug slayers, I think, in his video. Uh, they go around eating slugs um, and that's all very lovely uh, and blueberries and stuff. Anyway, he sent a long email, which Dave is now going to read out in full. No, I'm not. What I'm going to say is this, he's
1: basically had uh, two points, one of which is I, me, Dave, am an inhof because I said that when, if a bird gets avian flu, they will definitely die. In and your, your defence, like-
0: I said that, but I said it having read it once yep. you wrote it in the prep doc. Bare so enough. it okay. is your fault. Okay. It's just technically I said it. It's
1: all's fault. All's fault. <laughs> um, and he's like, no, it's not it's not true actually a, bird, a virus doesn't kill all the birds it finds and indeed it says it makes sense the virus doesn't kill every bird it finds otherwise it would quickly stop spreading I mean I, I'm not a your babble is not a virologist and I looked it up again and I was like yeah that does actually seem to be right I don't know where I got the figure that like all birds die um, so I need to correct that it looks like it's 60% or something I mean I still am not an expert in this but it's still bad news put it that way but it's not like you will definitely die if you are a chicken and you get bird flu um, and then his broader point is about and there are reasons why not all birds will die from it and there's reasons why like it manifests in different ways and that has got a large amount to do with how the birds are kept and bred Um, as he says here birds raised on organic free-range farms that have enough space good nutrition and low stress tend not to die from avian flu it's the stress cramped birds in large commercial units that tend to die from it Um, and so he basically goes like that. the answer to things like bird flu is every bit as much about not having that sort of thing go on as like thinking that when bird flu happens, you've got to cull them all. So, I mean, he's kind of plugging his, the way that he does ducks, but also, you know, (laughs) How does he do ducks? Oh, well you've, you've looked at it, you tell me, happily, happy slug slaying ducks, you say. Yes. Yeah, and I'm not about you know I'm a vegan militant. I'm not about to sort of make a case for any of it really. But um, Josh knows more about this than us. I think that is true to say. Very good. All right. Uh, Thank you,
0: Josh, for taking the time to patiently explain uh, that to us. And very best of luck with everything you're doing. Uh, Other. bits of feedback. Do we have some more feedback? Or thought? Yes, we or do. We also from the bird oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah.
1: I knew, I absolutely knew that someone was going to write in about this when you said it. And Why I was didn't pretty... you say something at the time because then? Because it's fun having people pull you up on stuff and I was pretty sure it'd be Bamba and indeed it was a friend <laughs> of the Babble Bamber, who emailed in and said that Ol defines the word decimate incorrectly. Now, what did you say decimate means? <gasps> to decimate something, Ol, what have I done to it?
0: Well, let's take again the example of your hair. Uh, We said that if your hair, your lustrous head of hair, full head of hair in a previous life... It's not nice
1: when you go attacky when you're cornered.
0: ...was decimated, uh, that there would only be 10% of it left. And that is wrong in every possible way.
1: Well, it's not wrong in every possible way, but it's wrong in the main way, which is what it actually means. Um, And instead, it's to reduce by 10%, which is actually, I'm going to say probably closer to what's happened. Maybe ten, fifteen. Oh, sure. ten, fifteen, twenty, yeah. uh-huh. twenty 20%. Mm. No, um, definitely. So to decimate means to reduce by 10%, to kill off, to go back to the original Roman origin, 10% of a, of a legion. But Bamba says that actually, somehow the word has now changed. So it's one of those words a bit like literally, which has been started to be used to mean not literally. So uh, I am literally starving to death because I haven't had my dinner yet but it's become so widely used as a thing that it now can be used to mean that thing, even though it doesn't mean that thing. Like It is is now the definition has changed to its opposite because that's enough people use it that way, which I think is one of the wonderful things about the English language and is why, Bamba, you're wrong. What do you think about that? Gosh.
0: Okay, that isn't where I thought you were going to go. But there there we are. Yeah, I think that makes me half right then because what I was sort of getting at was that people use it to mean completely destroyed and trashed and there's nothing of it left. But the definition wasn't that. It's just yes. that I then wrongly defined the definition. Um, right. So so,
1: I, you, so you were wrong all ends up, basically.
0: No, I was right that people use it to mean something which the word doesn't mean. I was wrong in my understanding of what the word meant. Bamber was right, but you're saying he's wrong. You're also- Right, that is just about it for this week's babble. Thank you very, very much, ba- uh, babe? babe. Babe? No babe, problem. Babe. No babe. problem, Dolly. Thank you, Babe, for dabbling so well. Uh, thank you, Bicky Dor, for the music that begins, ends, and intertwinkles this podcast. Thank you, Safa Bovul, for the artwork that is Goodness. all over our um, website and stuff. Uh, you can get in touch with us and tell us why we're wrong on all sorts of things, including roads. If you are one of those gobby Twitter people, um, tell us if you're satisfied and don't tell us if you're not. Just leave us alone. Um, uh, but you can do all of those things by emailing hello at sustainababble.fish. You can tweet us at The Babble Wagon. You can just find us on
1: Facebook by searching for Sustainababble. If you would like to chuck into the running costs of your babble, please do so at wobblywobblywobblypatreoncom slash sustainababble. We are a proudly independent podcast. We have been going for a long time thanks to the love and support of Patreoners. So thank you so much for doing that. It makes a massive, massive, massive difference, and we love you. If you can't do that, or you won't do that, please do at the very least go to iTunes, or any other type thing, but let's face it, we mean iTunes. Give us a review with your hands, a five-star rating, and write something. The algorithm likes it when you write something. That pushes us up the charts. Not that we can get any higher, because we are the top of the Earth Sciences chart, but, you know, still. And that allows us to attract Brilliant guests. Like the guests what we've got lined up for you over the coming weeks. Well, well good guests. Bye. Bye. Hey ol. Hey ol. Oh. Yeah. Hey ol. Hey ol. You in a rush? Yeah. Can I do a joke? Very good. Can I do my joke? Okay. Okay. I uh yes. I'm afraid I lost my job in a pasta factory
0: oh. I'm sorry to hear that
1: yeah fusilli mistakes
0: yeah that's very good